Welcome. To That Comic Smell Podcast. David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Mike Sadaka, and Tom Stewart. That's a nice kind of green check jacket thing you've got going on there, Tom. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Like thank that. It says it's a nice padded one. Aye. Yeah, looks cosy. Yeah, it is. It is. I've been uh, I've been wearing it out with the dogs. So. Mm. Uh, Very good. It's only a fiver. Oh, I'm from Balgar, man. Aye, tell me. That was bro. <laughs> bro price. Ah, it's bro. Aye. Look what I've got. Is that yogurt? <laughs> yeah. Pie? Is it? It is. <laughs> it's kind of thick. <laughs> it looks it. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's got grapes in it as well. Nice. I like my grapes. Very good. It's almost like cheese. It's like, yeah, it's it like looks, eating a load of Philadelphia. It looks really, really thick yogurt. Yeah. Is it frozen yogurt? No. Is it a Greek? Yes. Ah. See, I know my ah. yogurts. You do, don't you? <laughs> Greek yogurt, very thick. <laughs> Where's Michael? I don't know. The dinosaur king. I wonder if he's forgotten. <laughs> oh, maybe. Michael, Michael, where are you, Michael? Mm-hmm. Michael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, it the same, is it the same voice? Do you, do you, it, 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 I don't know if it is, but is it the same voice that does Hal that does Michael? Hal? <gasps> 2001. It's very similar. Pop Michael. Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Oh, right. Kit. 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 Yeah, I just meant, says Michael. Is it? Oh. Hey, we've got Mike. Hey. Michael, where are you, Michael? (laughs) Kit, I need you, buddy. I need you, buddy. He's always talking to his watch, isn't he? Hit, I need a buddy. Ha ha! Hello there. Look what I've got. What's that ice cream? No, it's yogurt. <laughs> Could this be any number of, of uh, slimy white objects. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I just had my dinner. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what have you got near you, Dave? To show off? Come on, show us something. Show us something that's not just the yogurt. Well, I've got this I've got my worse. records here. Oh, this is where all my LPs are, right here. I've got a CD. Do you know what? I could show you a CD CD box set. This one. 
This is from the 90s. Star Wars Trilogy. Soundtrack Anthology. Four CD set. Mm. Oh. Nice. That looks good. Yeah, it is nice. And it's a, it's a nice... Yeah, it's and the nice, biscuit too. A nice box. <laughs> with a nice book. What gold. Mm. Good. What is it, gold? That's, that's why CP3 only has one arm now. It looked gold there. I think that was just the light. Mm. The, the, the curtains are kind of gold. Mm. This, uh, this is um, that was good, wasn't it? That was you. <laughs> yeah, that was I good screen. Myself. <laughs> so, it's, so it's got three CDs: Star Wars, Empire Jedi, and then another one which is extra tracks, never before released mm. on vinyl or CD. Mm. That'll be the song that George Formby donated to them. <laughs> yeah, which one was that again? When Where I'm cleaning stash, my jokes are getting worse. Right. Uh, so as I remembered with this book, it's got an introduction by Nick Meyer, the director of Star Trek Two. All right. And he's saying about why it's so great. Anyway, nice. Nice. Uh, oh, do you know this? Uh, this one is actually good because when you used to get the soundtrack albums, they used to get different music off the movie soundtrack and arrange it like it was an album. So it had a kind of running order. Mm. Then they got out of that. They don't do that now. Now the CDs are everything in order that was in the film. So it's right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as these tracks are arranged into an, an order that sounds like an album, so you kind of grew to like that running order. And then when they did the the complete editions, they they changed the names of some of the tracks and all that. And oh, you know, it's been a lifetime of geeking out about stuff like this, guys. <laughs> Well, I have the I'm most tired. recent version of. Uh, I've got the most recent version of the Empire Strikes Back, and I've noticed that some of the soundtracks are slightly different from the original soundtracks. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. They just want. Uh, they just want more of your money. But yeah. there's a good. There's a dramatic picture of of Luke going up the stairs. Oh, nice. I don't know if you can make that up. Yeah, he's, he's uh, going away to fight with Darth Vader there. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff, isn't it? You know, it's good. Your um, that that description there was very apt. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, fe- I'm it was fe- from the heart. Yeah, I'm feeling that description definitely. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's been decades, guys. I love it all, but can I just throw it all in a skip? <laughs> Uh, I'm, just, I'm oh. just kidding. I'm, I'm crashing after my grapes and my, my yogurt. I've had my sugar high and now I'm crashing and I'm looking at my four CD Star Wars box set and wondering what life's all about. <laughs> that was deeply philosophical, Dave. Wow. That was profound. I've never eaten grapes again. Hmm. I saw what I got recently. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. I'm gonna reverse the camera then. 
Oh, it's getting, quite, be, perhaps. It's, getting, it's getting quite warm. Like, oh, Dave, you're doing the same. Yeah, it's warm, <laughs> like you're saying. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> strap, strap. <laughs> That's the first one. Eternals. Ah. Eternals. Oh. Jack Kirby, the whole collection. Oh man, I wish I could see you. I mean, I always wish I could see you, but never wish I could see you. <laughs> the whole, all, all of the issues plus the annual all together in one nice volume. Oh, and it has good. quite a lot of extras at the back as well. I'm going to have to try to see if I can do it. So there's bits and bobs at the back from, well, here, blueprint <laughs> of Caris. And we've got some part that's a part, I think it's one of the first pages, but it's just the lighting is not great. We're gonna do that there. We've got that. That's just the extras. Mm. At the back. I like that when they add all these bits and bobs. Yeah. At the end. Unused covers, posters, advertisements, you know, pencil pages, even if it's reduced like that. I mean, that's still. You can appreciate the art. Jeez. Some of the stuff there is just great. Just amazing, I mean. If you put a couple of. Uh, the Eternal Utterings, you know, the editorial by Jack Kirby, mm. number one and number two, so they, they added that as well to the text, introducing the the, the series and what's roughly what's going to be about, etc. So that's, that's all really good. The editorial to the annual as well is included by Kirby. Later's page editorial, that's number 18, the last issue. So yeah, there's it's just great. I mean, it's just Kirby Unleash. That's what you expect. Look at this big, massive <laughs> monster here. I mean, it's, it's mental. It's, it makes sense, and it doesn't make sense as you're reading along, and you go, well, what's going on here? It's just <laughs> but it's fantastic. It's just fantastic. Stuff. Right, so that's the... <clears throat> the other one I received, which... Tom know about oh. it, as I mentioned, although he doesn't see it. El Zorro by Alex Toff. Oh, so that's a, it's a Spanish edition from a few years ago. Well, just about four or five years ago, actually. Um, and they put all the stories of Alex Toff, El Zorro, all in one nice book. Uh, I like this. Antonio Popa. Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> I like this because this actually is a Z, it's hollow, and then you have that. It's quite nice to have that sort of effect on oh, it. Oh, that's amazing. You know, and making the Z. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I got this. There's some extras at the back, I think, as well. Yeah. There's a biography, illustrations. Of other works he's done, yeah, because he did. Uh, he worked in Super Friends. He worked in Hanna <coughs> Barbera, mm. so he did Super Friends. And these are uh, other artists that they, they they say that Toth is one of the influences. So that's Rafa Fronteriz. Um, that's you say Maria Bea. These are the Spanish artists. 
of Afonso Pont. He's there as well, mentioning, doing some text about him. So, Ruben Pellejero, another artist. Uh, uh, yeah, this is a really nice one. How it's done. So, yeah, there's lots of bits and pieces. Lovely. That's a. That's a hey. Yeah, that's a nice illustration by Toth. Because so, you can yeah, see, that's... you can see like the other artists within that that have been influenced by him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It says, and then these are other <coughs> illustrations and tests in grey, and of the book how they did it and how they were working on. So we have here the the panel without color. Just, just black and white, and then mm. as they work in and adding blacks and greys into it. Jeez. So yeah, all that was supervised by Toth. So he got his approval, you know. So yeah, and there's other bits and pieces of other stuff that he did at that time, and they appear in other magazines, some covers. So yeah, it's a really nice edition, actually. I'm very happy with this. For well, I guess it's a chunky book, yeah, yeah, very, very tough with that one. Mm. And as I was mentioning to um, Tom when I saw you the other day, because mm-hmm. I read some reviews about it and they were saying that oh, the, the, the scripts are very old fashioned, all that, and there's a lot of dialogue that is unnecessary etc etc actually it's not that bad it's not that bad actually Um, and I enjoy that very much so yeah El Zorro Alex Toss fantastic stuff and then I was in Perth and I went to the Oxfam bookshop well, this one for just a couple of pounds. Oh, geez. Love and Rockets. Yeah, Jaime. Jaime Hernandez, Love and Rockets. Um, that's an old Titan edition. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm reading it just now. Look at that. Uh, it's really good. Look at Jaime in that, yeah, yeah. that photo, man. He looks, he looks cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. Very young. <laughs> It must be from the 83, 84, something like that. They're all so cool. Except the stories. The stories are from that, that <coughs> year, around about 83 and 84. Hmm. And just I like, like this. Just like the coolest, the coolest punks ever. <laughs> and the stories included are from, it has uh, 100 rooms, Locas Tambien, Penny Century, um, Love and Rockets, um, Locas también again, Toyo's Request, T42, Latona. So there's different stories but it's all, published in their magazine. But it's all just Jaime's as opposed to... Uh, that's all Jaime's, yeah. yeah that's yeah, all yeah. Jaime's. That's all the Jaime's stories. Mm. That's, that's uh, I think that's Locas también. I started reading. Because yeah. I read 100 Rooms. But yeah, so I'm doing well, very much. It's brilliant. This and the style, the art, 
it reminds me a lot of uh, Steve Root's type of a style. Again, yes, black and white very influenced Alex Toth too, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the art is, is fantastic. It's really, really good. Um, and there's, and this one is, there's superheroes, science fiction, telenovela, uh, it's all, all in one. <laughs> all in one. All in one. I, I was reading the, the first story of this book, 100 Rooms. And in, it's split in a few episodes. Let me see if I can get that panel that I like so much. Um, and they're telling the story. And as you're reading along... Oh, what is it? Oh, come on. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> uh, you know when you're looking for a particular thing? Yep. Then... Ah! Right yeah. If you've not marked the page, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. You have a mar- no, I didn't mark it because I was reading Oh, there you are. So in this page, so uh, that's the story, and it's in this. It's a, it's a longer story. They are invited, and they end up in this big place. Uh, one of them know uh, of a millionaire, and so few events happening on that big house. And the last panel is this one, and it's kind of they're breaking the fourth wall. And these two characters, I'm just looking at you. And one of them says, eh, I don't get it. Who's that guy, Cello? And then Cello answers, Patience, Vicente. We'll find out soon enough. And But they are looking at you, you know, especially Cello. Cello is looking at the reader. Mm-hmm. So I like that little detail. As I was reading along, you know, and I was going, Oh, who's this guy? What's going on? What's going on in this story? Because he <laughs> appeared. And he's, you know, and he's kind of kidnapping her and, in a way, but then they're having sex and they fall in love, etc. And then, what the fuck? You know, it's like a telenovela <laughs> sort of thing. But yeah, uh, I really love that. So yeah, um, I'm reading it. So I'm enjoying that very, very much. Classic Love and Rockets. And then through the post, via eBay, I got oh. this one. Mm-hmm. 2001 Space Odyssey, number five. In very good nick actually I haven't read it yet and then a seller was selling 2001 number 7 2001 number 9 and that's an extra machine man number 18 so altogether was something like eight quid. What? So I couldn't resist. Yeah, so I couldn't resist it, and I just bought it. So that machine man is Steve Ditko, and it's one of the first appearances of Alpha Flight. Um, and obviously, well, you know, we know 2001, and so yeah, that's. I honestly, so when, now you, I have... when you were saying all them Nando, I was expecting you to go, ah, oh, you know, it was only like twenty quid. Or something like that, and I would have been like, "Oh, bargain, eight pound." Yeah, yeah, the three together. Uh, the number five, I only spent about, I think, it was three ninety nine, including postage. Jeez. That's including the postage, yeah. That's including postage. So yeah, that was my bargains from eBay. Uh, so two thousand and one. Now I have. I don't have number six, 
number eight and number ten. And I don't have the treasury, obviously. That's <clears throat> very hard to get now. Mm. Very sp- There's few of them on sale, but they are going really high in price. Yeah. Jeez. Right. So yeah, that's my stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, we we're just looking at some spines of books there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that. Oh. And then you probably seen the blue box in the background that's, that I inherited from your friend Mike. And I tidy up all the comics and I, I kept a selection of things. <laughs> and my son Mark kept some as well. Nice. But the blue box, there's still, there's still plenty of them. Yeah. There's still lots of them. No, you just have to get reading. <laughs> wow. Whoa. I've tied them up all. I'm put them by alphabetical order and you know so mm. that's Good job. So, yeah so that's that Nando yeah do you have any of the Eclipso comics in that box no ah okay Eclipso ah no yeah. Eclipso yeah yeah. yeah. There's, yeah there's Eclipso comics here uh, there's quite a lot of them actually <laughs> Uh, so I'll be I'll be talking about him in my uh, in uh, the five one, that I've three, read coming four, up soon. There's, yeah, that's about a dozen or so. <laughs> there's any, few uh, left there. So there. Any War of the Gods still in there? <laughs> War of the Gods. Yeah. Um, no. No. Uh, there's. I think there's a. There might be like a Superman spe- in their own collection. You know. There might be up, in the up. Justice League Europe. There might be like a crossover. But right. I can say I can prepare a list and I can send you a list of what's left. <laughs> if you fancy that. Do you know, what? I think it's. I don't know. I just ended up with War of the Gods issue one. I didn't realize that mm-hmm. one of the Wonder Woman issues was War of the Gods number two. And I was saying, yeah. Ah. Like I wonder if there's any other ones in there, but if it's not a small series, then I'm not. I'm not really bothered. I'm not. I'm not going to chase it, to be honest. I read War of the well, Gods. I read War of the Gods, and that was good enough as it was. So it was fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Sorry, I skimmed War of the Gods. Should I say? Right. Have you read all of yours yet that you picked out? Yes. Oh God. <laughs> That's what I picked out. <laughs> That's what I picked out. So there was the Mad Magazine. I was a quite, it's quite old and tattered, but yeah, I picked it up because um, you know you go Aragonese, you go yeah. all the different artists working there, and you know maybe Dave already has this, but you know there's a Star Bletch. Oh no, I don't this. have that. You don't have more, this one. More Joker. Yeah, so that's the obviously the parody of the motion picture. Looks but good. It's great. It's, it's great stuff. Really good fun, and it follows you know more or less the story of the of the movie. Obviously adapted to to make it more comedic and in the style of Matt. But the caricatures are great. Yeah, Matt Drucker's amazing. But yeah, this uh, so there was that in Matt magazine, but they're all. I like the little, you know, the top of the page, and then you get 
Sergio. Sergio Aragana is doing the little things oh, amazing. on the top of the page. Just, that's just tiny. That's tiny stuff. But you need to see that's the size of the magazine. <laughs> Imagine how small is this yeah. in this corner. But that has, that's how he started doing math. Because he would say, I will, I will walk in the edges of the page. I don't care. I will just do something. And then they let him do the, the, literally, they let him do the top and the bottom and the edge of the pages. And he did little caricatures. And then that was him. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm I'm I kept mood. these two. I'm writing the mood recently to read a bunch of uh, uh, Sergio, actually. Like, massively. I don't know why, but I just I saw um, a grew the other day. Uh, on my hard drive and I just sat reading through and was like god I want to read a ton of this yes <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good Sergio Aragonés it's really good there's, has a, he has a few things like because uh, um, there's a special that he did for Dark Horse hmm. um, Sergio Aragonés stomps Star Wars that's a quite <laughs> good one the, he done a couple of things as well like um there was one with the DC characters. There's one yeah. with the Marvel characters as well. The one of the DC um, characters. Cool, it's really good. Yeah, the the one of the DC characters appeared recently in uh, in an issue of Batman. I think it's oh god, I want to say issue sixty six or something like that of like the newest series with Tom King writing or whatever. And uh, they had a little bit in the back that was like DC goes mad. And then it was okay. like all these different strips by all the different mad artists and everything. And uh, it had a couple of strips with Aragonas doing like the flash out running them and his shoes being left behind and all that kind of stuff. It was yeah. it was brilliant, honestly. So good. That was the highlight of that issue. I sat and read that whole issue and was like, yeah, it was really good. And then I got to the end and went, oh, this makes it. I'm keeping this just for this. Like, <laughs> Well, there's a book that Dave... Uh very kindly gave me as a present for my birthday a few years ago and it's about Sergio Aragonés and all the art Yeah. And from the beginning of the start of Matt especially and it has all the stuff that is fantastic what do have here I kept these ones because I've, I've never seen this type of magazine here obviously the DC Action so that's uh, from the 80s would imagine or early 90s let's have a look see if it has a date particular DC action 1990 and that's the reprinting Teen Titans Mark Wolf and George Perez and but there's other stories as well so it's not just that because they also there's a, an article here about Manhunter the character uh, it's quite nice quite interesting actually and I think there's a and then they go into Animal Man mm -hmm. the story of Animal Man and Animal Man in his birthday costume by the looks of it <laughs> well no, that that is Buana Beast that is Buana Beast actually that's a different character uh, this is Animal Man the guy with the kind of goggles mm. uh, um, what else so I quite I, I I like the format of this magazine. I thought that was quite, and it's a card cover, a thicker mm -hmm. cover. 
So I like this. I kept them. Although I have the Titans comics and I've read the Animal Man comics, but yeah, I I I like that. I kept these two as a curiosity. And I thought, yeah, that's something different. And that's more Animal Man. That's more Titans here. Let's have a look. And the other DC reaction and action. Yeah, there's story of the Manhunters as well. There's a wee story here. The Manhunter. So yeah, that's I did like that. And they have some articles and some curiosities as well. So yeah, that I like I kept these two as a curiosity. I remember keep going. they were coming out, those DC actions. Yeah. And the the HUD they were in distrib- they had distribution in like regular news agents and Asda and Tesco and all that. Uh-huh. And they seemed to my eyes, because I was into comics anyway, I remember looking at them and thinking it was good they were doing this, but it all seemed really dated at that point. Yeah. To my young mind. Yeah, you know? because the the Titans, I mean, that's from yeah. the early eighties. That was the and early eighties. Came out nineteen ninety, so that came out like ten years later and all of a stuff. Yeah, we'd had the whole, you know, Dark Knight, Watchmen, all, all of this DC stuff had happened, and then they brought out that in the uh, in nineteen ninety. Yeah. I'm always curious. As I said before, I say that to you, Dave. I'm always curious about the different editions and. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how different countries uh, cover. Yeah, the police the staff. Them. This is a job for. I'm already in costume. <laughs> yeah, Mad, yeah, it's Mad, a good one. Mad skewers the DC universe. Yeah, it was yeah. issue <clears throat> issue sixty six. Uh, King. Proof that Superman has nipples. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, but there is um, the, uh, Sergio Aragonés did two specials. Uh, in the 90s, late 90s, and I, I can't remember the exact title, something like Destroys DC Universe and <laughs> Marvel, and there was another one for Marvel Universe, kind of similar to what Fred Hembeck did as well. Uh, so, yeah. One of the things I kept, I kept from the lot, there was, there was a lot of Flash, uh, which I haven't read, from the 90s, that's uh, uh, William Messner Lopes was the the writer and Greg LaRocque which I remember from some comics in Legion of Superheroes that I had in Spain um, and I never read this run, that's, that's Wally West Flash so I've been reading I got them and there's a, there's a quite decent amount of them, so I'm enjoying that, and I've been reading that, um, and that was quite interesting. And there's a crossover, there's a few crossovers here and there, but it deals with that quite well. And then after that, it's Mark Waite starting uh, doing Flash, and it starts with the story year one. Um, and there's a good one here, like it's a quite interesting episode here um, for that time, which is this one here. The curiosity on this, Flash number 53, not so much as does Superman appears there, but here we have the Pipe Piper, which used to be a supervillain, and he's he's become a reform supervillain and helps the Flash, and he comes out 
and he's saying that he's gay. And then oh. and that, I have to remember, this is in uh, cover August 1991. So that was before Marvel said that North Star was gay. Okay. Oh. So they came out first. They did it first. And the reaction from Flash is quite well reflected. It's not like, oh, well, that's great, you know, well done, etc. Cetera, et cetera. No, it's kind of, oh, but um, what do you mean? Uh, you sure? And, you know, gay people and AIDS and, <laughs> you know, so, and, and, he, and he turns, and, I, and, he, and these conversations with the Piper and the Flash, it comes down uh, later on in other issues. You know, you have two or three pages of a conversation, a dialogue. Um, and I say, no, I'm fine with AIDS. And, I, and, and the Pi Piper say, well, AIDS affects everyone. It's not affect just gay people. It can affect everyone. It's not just our uh, illness, etc. So the writer put across different point of view. Yeah, Considering that was 1991 and that was a mainstream comic. Put AIDS awareness. Um, I thought, I thought that was really good. I thought that was quite brave. Um, it's a little bit dated, perhaps now. Nevertheless, I thought, considering the time and when this came out, I thought, well, this is this is very good. So yeah, there was a few flash that I kept. Actually, quite a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Legion. There were a few Legion comics uh, by Alan Grant and Barry Kitson. Because I I have the first. 11 or 12 of them that they published in Spain and then they never did anymore <clears throat> so I kind of oh. got a few of them from the books and I said well that's good once I bring my my stuff from <clears throat> Spain I'll be able to try to get more of them together Alan Grant who? so um, Barry Kitson oh Barry Kitson yeah, yeah. So that's Legion well, I say Legion, but it's Legion 90, then it went Legion yeah. 91, Legion 92, etc., etc. It changed as, as, he, as he went along. Okay. And there were few tales of the Legion of Superheroes. So I kept that as well, because I thought, well, you know, I like the Legion of Superheroes. Steve Lytle, Paul Levitz, Steve Lytle, Doing the art, and the most of them. That's a cover by Kevin Nolan, actually. A cover. Mm. Very fine artist. Yeah, it's good. Really good artist, actually. And there was few Secret Origins. Again, with characters from the Legion of Superheroes. Amongst other characters, these are thicker comics. I normally have two or three stories inside, uh, so I kept a few of them as well. Because that's legions of substitute heroes, uh, Doctor Light, Green Ghost, and Phantom Girl from the Legion as well, and Ferrolat, Chemical King, and Karate Kid. So that's a few more. Of the secret origins, and last but not least, definitely, and that's the one that I've enjoyed the most, and I was surprised to find that my favorite, which I read, is Atlantis Chronicles. Really? Yes, I've enjoyed that very much, actually. Atlantis Chronicles, written by Peter David, and the art 
by Esteban Maroto. This is a classic Spanish artist. He did a lot of fantasy stuff for magazines like Creepy, 1984, Zimok, and other editorials, and other magazines as well. Particularly fantasies where he excels. And this type of a story, I thought, was perfect for that. Uh, and the, the background, regalia, all the chronology, mythology that they're trying to build for uh, Aquaman. The color is the only thing that I'm kind of not a fan of, eh? but that's not his color. But the art I really liked. Um, it's very classic uh, fantasy style. So if you like your sword, sorcery, mythology, fantasy stuff, then yeah, you'll like this. Um, I enjoy that very, very much. There were six issues of the seventh of the seven issues that the series is mm. and I liked it so much I ordered the seventh one from a oh, library, wow. from a sailor in eBay in Germany <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah and I bought it for a re- well it cost me about a fiver or so but I thought it was well worth and essentially Peter David is just giving a, a background creating a, a mythology of Atlantis and particularly for all the family members, this and other, uh, of uh, Aquaman. And it creates a, a genealogy, a genealogic tree um, and explains, you know, let me see what I have here. At the last one, where Aquaman comes from, you know, uh, but it went through all the different members of the family, which are the stories that we've seen. Um, what I like about this is different moments in the history are uh, told by different historians in the book and and they have different points of view so um, it's not always written in the same way because maybe some of them they favor a, a particular side of the family than others it's a bit like Game of Thrones to be honest mm. in that way and there's a lot of jealousy and infights and uh, uh, marriage and you know the different sides to it. Um, but yeah, I enjoy that very much actually. And the art is great by Maroto. It's just it's an artist that I haven't read for a long time. So when that came across, I thought, wow, that's just like good. That's actually in Egypt. Trying to connect with. A big fight on the sea, different boats. I don't know if you can get there. Difficult with the lighting here. That's nice. Uh, yeah, that's Esteban Maroto. So he suits that style. He suits that sort of fantasy and sword comics. And so yeah, I enjoy that very much. Um... And yeah, I was reading this and I was thinking, yeah, this is really good. And I thought Peter David, and I, and I, I knew that Peter David did Conan the Barbarian um, when Roy Thomas left um, the first time. And Peter David was one of the writers, did some stories for Conan. 
and remind me of his style. And actually, he was that's a really decent job there. Really good. I kept all the bits and bots. It was a, an odd Superman by John Byrne here as an action comics. There was a, a Power of the Atom, another series I haven't read. So I read a few of them and I kept this one because it's, again, it's John Byrne doing the art. Um, and I think that's my lot. My son Mark kept the Superman magazines. Why? They're kind of similar, similar format to this. Uh, that size-wise, oh, nice. so he kept that, and he's been reading them. So I asked him about it, and he says, "Well, I enjoyed." He said, "I enjoyed the he's enjoyed the first lot, which is actually the ones that are drawn by John Byrne. So he likes that too. Hmm. He didn't like Jerry Orway so much, oh. which was the, the other artist. Um, so yeah." Oh, yeah, there's plenty more in the in the blue box. So, if I have time during the holidays, I'll take through. I'll I'll make a list if you want to. I don't know if there's anything there that you want, but anyway, I can make a list. Wait, take a more puzzle. This is like the film, Monty. Good, good. Like well, I go through what I've got. You, Dave? Yeah, I've, I've got a few here as well. <laughs> Snapper girl. <laughs> Mostly DC. Yeah, a snapper playing a part. <laughs> Snapper coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we saw that one on WhatsApp. Yeah, that's right. I talked about this one, the Justice League. Yeah, but but please do talk again. You one. know, Here know that comes. our teeth are really long. Oh. <laughs> Here he comes in with the uh, lol, lol, ruffle. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's in the the best hands, Nando. Oh, it's in the best hands. Okay, it's okay, in, that's it's fine. in my hands. So that uh-huh. was good. I went over that. The best hands, he says. <laughs> But we'll, we'll pass over that quickly. Uh, I'll just briefly say it's a reprint of the first Justice League of America story. Absolute classic. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. You, you've not got it, Nando. No, <laughs> let me let me just clean my levers here because I'm just uh, let me wipe. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, there's a puddle now. <laughs> okay. The um. I've not read everything yet, so I'll go over the ones I've read. I read this one, Superman Special by Walt Simonson. Mm. Yeah, another one that looks good, yeah. That that looks good as well. 1992. Yeah. And and, uh, Walter Simonson wrote and drew this. How is that uh, one? It's it's good, yeah, it looks nice. Um, (laughs) The story didn't quite grab me. I think it it was maybe... um, I think a lot of these are classic... Uh, superhero comics aimed at younger kids, you know. So if I'd read this when I was ten or something, I would have loved it. Yeah. Now, now I can read it and appreciate it, but it's no grabbing me, you know, the same way it would be. Um, so maybe if you want to, maybe if your son wants to read it or something, I'll pass these ones because I think it's great and and I think he would like it. It's got this like it's got great monsters in it and everything like that that Superman's fighting with, you know. Yeah, he likes all that kind of. So it's really great. 
Um, I don't know. He's got his own version of Superman, of course. You have to get used to that. But Simonson's just great, isn't he? You know, and his layout and all the... He's good with the fonts and the sound effects and everything as well, you know. So just... uh, Yeah, I'd recommend that. It's got good... There's actually nice posters at the back. You'll maybe see them. Barry Windsor Smith. Yeah. You know? Nice. Uh, Frank Miller. Frank Miller's got one. Mm-hmm. And uh, who else? There's... Uh, oh, Mike, Mike Golden. Mike you know, Golden. It's, it's Ooh, worth... Nice. I'm almost tempted to hang on to it just because of the oh, posters. Nice. Yeah. I see. Nice. My favourite one was, um, oh, you know, old Todd McFarlane's in there as well. Look. <laughs> okay. So that's that. I'll just hang on a second. You can't with the hands, you know, like that. I do make some fingers, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's I mean Superman. <laughs> we'll we'll just fix Todd's uh there you go, that's that. We can throw that in the bin. <laughs> we've got we've got um Jeff Darrow. Jeff Darrow Superman. Oh Ooh, nice. That's bro. really that's really sweet that one. It's fucking Superman, and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. I'll pass that along if you're wanting that, Nando. Yeah, well... Because I read it, but I'm not bothered about keeping it. It was, you know... If you're not bothered about keeping it, I'll quite happy... I think he'd enjoy it home. more than me, you know? I'm and quite happy you with it at home. <laughs> uh, this was all right as well. Shazam, Secret Origins Shazam. Shazam. It's a retelling of the original story of him. Yeah, that's what Secret Origins was. <laughs> Yeah, so it's Roy oh, Thomas, yeah. Roy Thomas, Jerry Bingham, Jerry Bingham, who I remember from Batman: Son of the Demon. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit straight, actually. The the artwork's a bit straight for for, you know, when I, um, the Jeff Smith Shazam comics. Yeah, they they were they were good. That was a better fit, I thought. Uh, but again. It's just a pretty straight retelling, really, of the origin. You know, Roy Thomas is kind of... I don't know, I can't... He's kind of boring, isn't he? <laughs> um, so, he's... It's, really... it's, it's boring. It's boring. Except, yeah. except in Conan yeah. the Barbarian. That's right. where he excels. That's what he really, really good at. It. Well, and you will see the comics... I need to try some. I never read his. Like Conan. Conan. He he was very much into fantasy novels mm-hmm. and the Robert E. Howard novels, and he's the one that actually pushed and convinced to have a make comics. Right. Um, and they got the license. On that, it's really really good. Okay. In the Avengers, which is a half few of them, it's very much yeah. It's. Hermes. Yeah. Like he did an All Star Squadron, didn't he? I remember I read that when I was a kid and enjoyed that, you know. But he's always like picking up old stuff and using it again, yeah. uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Now this one I found interesting, Captain Atom. And the reason I was interested in this was the artwork right away struck me as being, um, kind of, kind of nice. 
Where's the artist? And it's uh, Greg Weissman. You know that? Well, the credits are sort of confusing because it's just got a load of names and it doesn't say what to do. So, I mean, Carrie Bates. Carrie Bates is a writer, yeah? A writer, yeah. And then the next name is Greg Weissman or Weissman. What's this for? Mm-hmm. So, this is for Captain Atom. Oh, sorry. I, I, I totally missed that we went on the next one. I was sitting going, wait, I thought Shazam was by Roy Thomas. <laughs> yeah. But, um,. It's kind of interesting art. I kind of like it. The colours are quite good as well. Can, can you make that yeah. out? Yeah, they're a bit washed. It looks like. Yeah. And, uh, you know. I mean, look at, uh, like, they come up against this big wall thing here, you know. I don't know, I thought it was all right. I thought, I thought... <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a Danny Dyer joke just waiting to happen. Oh, is it? Danny Dyer. <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, so I don't know what you make of that. I thought it was sort of interesting. That's, yeah, that's unusual for that. Yeah. That's and plus, it's different. different. Yeah. Um, so maybe this was the most interesting thing to look at. DC, DC Comics from June 1990. And, uh, you know, the story was all right. He was kind of. He kind of died or something and was going through different levels of uh, purgatory or, or something, you yeah. know. It's just, you know. Greg Weissman. I'm just, you said that name. Are you so, looking him up? Yeah, I went looking him up just to see what other titles came up. Young Justice, uh, oh, yeah. Spider-Man the Gauntlet, Star Wars Canaan. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I never read that. Fucking loads Look, of it. There's a naked guy. Oh you... my god, there's <gasps> naked. Look, can you see his backside? Pum! <laughs> Mike, turn your turn your Bum. eyes away, you're too young for this. Yes. Saying, Look, come with me. It's okay, there's a shallow. There's a very convenient <laughs> shallow. Despite that the rest of the body has no shallows at all, neither the floor, but there's a shallow covering yeah. the area. He's, pu- he's pulling it is a, And it's a really dark shallow. A lot He's of... saying, are you sure about this? What about AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A lot of, um, yeah, a lot of Young Justice and a lot of Star Wars Canaan. And the Young Justice stuff looks like it's based after the, the TV series. Yeah. Um, that's what he seems to have, have been on. Oh, Kanan's uh, the... Um, Kanan, sorry. He's in the he's in the, one of the Star Wars Rebel. ca- cartoons. Rebels, yeah. yeah. Ah, that see, it's all it's all cartoon stuff. It's all licensed yeah. stuff because it's Young Justice after the cartoons. There's gargoyles after the cartoons. Mm. He's done a bunch of Magic the Gathering. Yeah, he's done a, bunch of, done a bunch of Magic the Gathering, World of Warcraft stuff, and yeah, it just se- he seems to have been on a lot of stuff like that. Oh well, he's still getting jobs here and there. Then actually, I wonder if he's I wonder if he's the uh, the gargoyles creator. Ooh. Is that Disney's Gargoyles? Yeah. yeah. He is perhaps best known in animated series Gargoyles and Spectacular Spider-Man and Young Justice. Uh, animation. Uh, he pitched an early early comedy adventure version of the TV series Gargoyles. 
Eventually the idea underwent a transformation from Wiseman's initial concept uh, hmm. Well, he's, he, he describes himself as one of the creators of the show but he doesn't actually have an on-air credit uh, <laughs> Join the queue, mate yeah, but he did seem to work on the... Hang about a wee moment. I think I can see if I get anything official. Yeah. <coughs> uh, he also has credits on animation series like Max Steel, Witch, The Spectacular Spider-Man, and Young Justice. Oh, the Men in Black series, Roughnecks, the Starship Troopers Chronicles, Kim Possible. So he's an animation guy. Is that a cartoon? Starship Troopers Chronicles? Uh, like a kid's cartoon Roughnecks and it was a CGI animated television series Roughnecks based on the 1959 novel Starship Troopers oh yeah so there wow you go. yeah okay good yeah. thanks Greg yeah. keep up the good work yeah <laughs> alright the next one I've got is Elongated Man yes <laughs> Europe Europe 92, it's called. Concord to Discord. <laughs> and, um, and it's got, it's quite nice art. Mike Parobeck. Quite cartoony Mike art. Parobeck, yeah. Quite like that. It's nice. I like that. Yeah. If I'm honest, I bought this because on the front, it's, well, it's a European tour. And right on the front, it's got like the top half of the UK. Scotland in big letters. So I was curious to see if they if they made it to Scotland in this issue, but they don't. Because I'm always I'm, I'm always kind of interested in comics that are some American version of Scotland or something, yeah. you know. And you see the meeting haggis and everybody's wearing kilts and they're all tossing cavers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tossing each other's cavers. They all, they all speak with Irish accent. <laughs> so that was. Uh, yeah, that oh, was... there's Boyo. <laughs> hey, Boyo. Hey, Boyo. <laughs> right, so that's Elongated Man. Now, I've got a few more that I've not read yet. Oh, well, actually, I did read this one. My sole Marvel one, Marvel Zombies. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was... Um, I've read a lot of this before, but what, I just hadn't read this of one. That? What number and series is that, Dave? It's uh, it's number one. <laughs> Num- number one. Number one. May yeah. 2006. Marvel Zombies. Yeah. Is that Robert Kirkman? <laughs> Robert Kirkman, yeah. Uh, have you got, have you got that, that handle? You know, no, you don't, you yeah, don't I don't, I don't have it in a, in a volume, but, but no, not the actual comic. Like, so well, you, you've got it on a volume, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. I've got it in the... Uh, the issue well, here. In the actual issue, issue number one, yeah. yeah. Let, let me let me do let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's disgusting. You know, anybody that's read this knows it's horrible and disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. But it is, oh, it's funny as well, you know. Oh it's funny. <laughs> the thing with the the thing with the Hulk eating the guy's leg, he, I think he eats Magneto's leg and yeah. then turns back into Banner. <laughs> and then the leg's sticking out of him, you know. Bursts out of his gut. I mean, it's disgusting, <laughs> but enjoyable. Disgusting. Yeah, when Peter Parker feels guilty, 
<laughs> sitting his girlfriend, you know, and things like That's that. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so that that was the sole uh, Marvel comic in the in the box. Uh, that's not yeah. bad. And then, uh, look, I've just got a few more to go through, but I've not read them, so I won't say too much about them. These were all, these were all bought purely on who was drawing them. Um, so, Team Team Titans, this is called Team Titans, drawn by uh, number Hughes. one, Hughes. Adam Hughes, with this one. Yes, you know this one. And then number two was Kevin Maguire. Kevin Maguire, yeah. And they're, they're written by Marv Wolfman. And then I got this Legionnaires thing. Legionnaires number two, because Chris Sprouse drew it. Chris Sprouse, yeah. I like, I I like Chris that. Sprouse, yeah. You got Chris that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like his art. Yeah, it's nice. I, I like the way he draws superheroes and stuff. And I like these Star Wars that he did. He, he did the adaptation of Splinter of the Mind's Eye, and that was good. Yes, that's right. <laughs> in front of me here. <laughs> And then a teen, Secret Origins annual with Teen Titans. And I just bought this because of all the names on the front. It's got so many. Uh, Colleen Doran, Dave Cockrum, George Perez, loads. Kevin Maguire, all your favourites, Nando. Thank you. Comic. Again, let me, let me just wipe because I'm here. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy reading that one, and yeah, then enjoy and then, enjoy and then you can watch me. me, you know. I'll tell I'll tell you all about it later on. Please. Yeah. And then I've got I've two. Waiting. I've got two Christmas issues here. That ah, I'm, that's I'm gonna hold that's off good. until until nearer Christmas. Superman number four eight seven. Let's see what the name of this is. I've, I've not read it yet. Oh, oh dear. Right. Oh. Christmas. Oh, God. Christmas in Suicide Slumberland. Oh. So hopefully they make. Okay. Oh. Suicide Slam is, is an area in Metropolis. Quite. Oh, okay. So they're playing with that, I believe. I see. Who's that? Suicide Slumberland. So that's an actual. That's been previously in the comics. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. Suicide Slum. It's a uh, an area in the ah. which is quite dodgy. Ah, I see. Suicide Slum. And crime and. Ah, so good. I think, I think they're playing with that. I right. think. I'm not a Superman expert, but I'm pretty sure that rings a bell. Oh, that sounds right. That sounds good. So I'll read that closer to Christmas. Nice one. Jerry Ordway writer, Tom uh, Grummet penciler. That's all right. Tom Grummet there. Yeah. And then the other one was Hawk and Dove. Hawk and uh, Dove. Okay. Hawk and yeah, Dove. there's lots of Hawk and Dove in that blue box. <laughs> this one is Kevin Maguire guest penciler. So nice. that was cool. Nice. Barbara and Carl Kessel writers. What's the name of this one? A Babe in Toyland. A Babe. In Toyland. That sounds like a raunchy one, that. Yes, you're dirty, dirty mind. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my little lot there, guys. <coughs> Thank you. Mike. Well, I 
I, uh, I've got six comics with me here. I read five of them, which I'll talk about, but the, uh, but the odd one out is because of an advert. Um, how, how many of you have seen the, the, the comic I did for the anthology called The Advertisement? I haven't. All right, I'll WhatsApp it to you in a wee moment, because uh, then you'll appreciate this advert I found in uh, Dark Star's Hawkworld. And um, it's by Macho Man Savage, the world wrestling um, wrestler. And Sorry, I'm laughing. There's a, there's a wee caption there where there's a guy on the beach and he's got sand kicked in his eyes. And his girlfriend is not too amused, but the big guy puts uh, puts a little guy in his place. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then the little guy writes to Macho, macho, uh, macho Man. Macho Man Randy Savage. This, uh, yeah. And he manages to get this home exercise base. <laughs> and then in the next caption, he Cup basically grabs a bully and says, Get lost. Buck up, cup of coffee, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so it's like, hey man, don't let this happen Ooh. to you. Build that body and get respect. Ooh, get man. respect. So I, I, will, uh, I will send you my version of the cartoon and you'll see just what sort of thing I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> To do a bit of macho, to do a bit of macho man, you've got to just get as like red in the face as possible, man. Honestly. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you need to send me that, man, but Tom, Tom, Tom needs to send me his video as well doing macho man. There, so put it all together. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> on the sound of it. <laughs> oh dear. He's so good. I just remember him uh, in Spider-Man as well. Boom, sword ready. At the start of uh, when he's fighting him in the wrestling ring. At the start of the... Uh, oh, Maguire is it? film. The what? Yeah, the Tommy Maguire, Maguire one. Who's, who directed Maguire that? One, isn't who, who directed that again? Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Sam Raimi, yeah. So good. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, my my five that I read um, was Eclipso, number one. Mm -hmm. And what made this different is it's actually got one of his diamonds stuck on the cover. That, that, yeah. Oh, nice. So I had had to read this and I thought, hey, this is actually really good. And I'm getting into the story. But the only thing is, I gave away all the Eclipso comics. <laughs> there's plenty in the box. There's plenty in the box. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, Mike. I'm sure Brando will give you... I shall arrange with price. you to, uh, yeah. to pick up the Eclipso comics uh, alongside the, the, the Dilbert one. Uh, I don't... Yeah. It's up on, up on eBay. Why. Up on eBay, Mike. Uh, get get bidding. You know, might, uh, might, like, uh, might lump postage together. That's about it. <laughs> Yeah, I can, I can do a combined postage if. You know. <laughs> yeah, I I can either either pick them up at your uh, your work or I can come down and uh, nab them off you. Yeah, there's no problem either or whatever you just, want. Just break into the house when he's at work. I'm not back at work for another two weeks, so. I've got another uh, another um, eclipse of one, but it's uh, it's Batman. Oh. Uh, with the Joker and the ventriloquist, 
and it's written by Alan Grant and John Wagner. Uh-huh. So um, it's got a nice sort of gritty story to it. Uh, penciler, by the way, is Tom Mandrake. Just in case you're wondering. Oh, yeah. What was the uh, what was the last <clears throat> the last creative team? I never got that. Uh, I'll just uh, I'll just get that for you. It was as soon as I can find it. Should be right there. There we go. Um, we've got Keith Giffen oh. and uh, Robert Lauren Fleming. Uh, the penciler is Bart Sears. Dave said no. I don't like him. I know you don't like him, Dave. I'm not a fan of Bart Sears. Sorry. Oh. I didn't enjoy Justice League Europe as much because Barsiers was drawing it. Okay, yeah, he was doing that. Barsiers. Yeah, I, I didn't really know anything about Eclipso, so I've got I've got interested in him now. So, well, is, he, is he not a bad guy? I always thought he was a bad guy. He is a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a bad guy. Capable of corrupting even the noblest of heroes. Yeah. Well, uh, my my third one also has a bad guy. It's uh. Lobo. <laughs> Lobo, Lobo's Christmas special. Or should I say oh, Lobo's paramilitary nice. Christmas special? Nice one. It's another nice Alan. Fine, Mike. Yeah, well, it's another Alan Gant and and uh, Keith Giffen book. It's got a really nice statistic beginning, which is really fun. Is that one that you've got, Dave? This... Yeah, I've got that. Excuse me, you caught me yeah. yawning there. You see, you see that absolutely hideous couple at the beginning and the end trying to work out how to deal with their 20-odd children, uh, whether they should butcher them or beat them up with a baseball bat, and then they, a mysterious book or package comes into their hands and they, they read it to find out that Christmas is actually a conspiracy led by this man here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> who's Santa Claus. Uh-huh. Who turns out to be a murderous dictator. Uh, who, who Lobo has to uh, Lobo has to kill. Anyway, I've got I've got a Marvel uh, title. This is one of the British X Men titles, and part of it part of it is um, taken from the X Men animated series, and uh, the rest of it's taken for uh, sort of original X Men. So it's various various artists in there, but the re- main reason I picked it. Was because uh, look at that, you get a plan of Charles Xavier's mansion, huh? Oh. Floor by floor, and also his property. I thought that's really cool. There's lots of them of that X Men um, series, Mike. Uh, I bet they're all the different as well, but mine's the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> whatever looks too bold. <laughs> or you're yeah, from Paris. Oh, <laughs> I, my, uh, my fifth one was billed as like the event of the, the century. And I got this little invitation here. Oh, what oh, the heck is it? Nice fancy paper said that Dear Mike, I'm invited. You're gonna get pumped. <laughs> I won't get pumped. 
<laughs> Disgusting pervert. <laughs> you're invited. Um... <laughs> you're invited to get pumped by Superman. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, anyway, I've been having a clip to my handy, Mike. <laughs> I'm invited to the wedding. I I'm ah. bet you're all jealous. <laughs> The wedding that takes there. place in October 1996. Yeah, <laughs> I would be late. <laughs> Here we go. The of the century, Superman. Ah, so it's Lois Lane that's going oh. Yeah. Nice. Not only that, Lois Lane is uh, absolutely battering uh, international criminals that she apparently is getting married to. Yeah. All right, okay. I, I don't, I'm not too big on uh, what happens with Superman. I only know of some of the biggest events, but there, apparently him and Lois had a fallout. She went missing. She um, ended up busting this huge international uh, crime syndicate by herself as well. <coughs> and Superman, in the meantime, has lost his powers. And most of it, though, kind of works like a soap opera, though. You see how big it is? There's hardly any fighting in it. It's mostly like domestic bliss and all that. There's a there's a small pub brawl. Superman tries to uh, stop a crime between the, those syndicate guys, and none other than Batman has been watching to save the day. But other than that, it's it's basically there's ten pages of Lois Lane getting her dress done up, and uh, about as many pages as Superman in the. Uh, <laughs> getting his suit done but um, at the very end when the wedding actually happens it's got a wee fold out bit and I'm wondering if you guys know because remember when Muhammad Ali fought Superman there mm. was a special um, special background cover yep. where they had lots of real life celebrities well on this one there's a pull out poster and when you see some of the, the audience I don't recognise them as characters, but I figure they're probably artists and writers. Oh. There's no explanation. <clears throat> I've not been able to find any explanation there, so... Hmm. Maybe a search on the internet will yeah, uh, reveal that bit. secret. Finish, Mike. I, I am done with my, uh, done with my uh, selection. Oh, right. I mean, the other comics I got are ones like Guy Gardner and some Hawk World ones. Oh. Uh, it's a couple of Superman, but I'll uh, I'll march through them as time goes by. Right. You uh, you want to hear about some uh, some other comics? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I read this one, and to be honest, I'm I'm rather just perplexed that it even got made. Um, it's it's an alright. That's right, a good start. Yeah, it's an alright <laughs> it's an alright story, but it's um. It's a four-issue miniseries. It's only I've picked up the last one in the four-issue miniseries, um, but I don't know. It was just a bit strange, to be honest, and that art was just really weird. Is Martian Manhunter? Oh. Uh, and oh, where was it? Uh, Mark Badger on arts and colour. I've got the first issue of that, Tom. Oh, do you? I bought it at the time. 
It's maybe, do you know what? It's maybe just because it's the last one, but I couldn't make head nor tails of what was going on. It really. was weird. Yeah, it was really strange. I mean, look at that's. I mean, that's meant to be Martian Manhunter. Yeah. It's so. Yeah, I kind of liked it, but it was weird. It's very yeah. strange, and there's just some. But as they say, he acquires and shows later, and they just there's like the spiky sort of doll shape. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely going on because the the Justice League members are like there's Justice League members in it and it's Mister Miracle and Beetle and stuff like that that's that's there. Uh, who's who's there? Uh, Booster, Batman, uh, Mister Miracle, Blue Beetle are all there trying to get them back. Oh, and uh, Rocket Red as well. Um, yeah, but just very strange. It almost childlike in the way it's drawn. And you know that they're like, oh, is this your new look now? Um, I'm glad. I'm glad to see you again. Uh, are you going to look like this for a wee while? It'll take a wee while to get used to it, but I'm sure you'll be back and stuff. And I'm going. I can't remember him being like that for long, at all. Was he like that for a while, or was he just like that for you know a couple he's, of issues? He's now, like that in his original form, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just all. It's just strange. Hmm. I don't know. I couldn't get into it properly anyway it could just be because it was the last one but the reason i bring it up more than anything is it's got these great advertisements at the back for upcoming <laughs> or ongoing series so there's mm. a, a swamp thing in hellblazer ad uh, which is just incredible there's a batman the cult ad yeah uh, and the uh, power of the atom there as oh, well yeah um there's also the world of Metropolis. Uh, there's one here for Tail Gunner. Is it Tail Gunner Ten or Tail Gunner Joe? Oh yeah, Tail Gunner Joe. I don't know what that was. Oh, yeah. Peter B. Gillis. You know, black and white anyway. But the one at the back. B for Vendetta. E for Vendetta. Mm. It's lovely. It's a nice ad. I posted these up today because I thought they were great. You know, the the whole comic goes on, and then it's almost like they were just like, oh, we've got we've got pages to fill at the end of this. We're just shoving a bunch of ads, and it's just one after the other, full page advertisements. You know, it's great. Um, so I liked it for that. I I, I would literally just keep a hold of it just for those last pages. <laughs> They're almost like posters in a way. Um, I'll see I'll see if I maybe in years to come, I get adverse to just ripping them out and putting them in a frame. <laughs> we'll see what happens um, I read this War of the Gods George Perez mm-hmm. George, George Perez and Cynthia Martin Cynthia Martin yeah yeah. Um, that was kind of good uh, I don't know do you know what? it just looks really nice I, 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 there's two page splash that's just incredible and it's just like I don't know. It's just mind blowing. Just all this space and like a globe kind of being ripped apart, and you can see the structure of a a new Earth in there. And it's uh, I think it's Olympus, if I remember rightly. Yeah, it's Olympus. Yeah. Um. But oh, it's just unbelievable. Um. But there's just some great visuals in it. Story's all right, I guess. There's not really much to it, to be honest. The 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 
I think they're trying to be more complicated than they need to be with a lot of these things, but they're they're not they're not achieving it. It just seems pretty straightforward. It seems like they're trying to be, oh, this is going to get dead complicated. But I'm like, no, it's it's not. It's really not. <laughs> There's a big bad. You need to you need to take him down and then get the ball back That's in right. order. But they're they're doing it as if it's like, oh, this is going to be some convoluted story. You don't know. What's, yes, I know what's coming next. You're going to beat the body and that'll be the end of it. You know, God. Um, but what it was really everything good, will change forever. Yeah, you're like, nope, nope nothing will change. Um, but the good thing about this one is that it came with like posters in the middle. So there's one for Robin because it's like this. It's the cheap usual paper, and then all of a sudden there's just like these glossy pictures in the middle. There's one for Wonder Woman. There's one for Deathstroke. And there's one for. Circa? 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 I could never. I couldn't pronounce the name. Circa? Circa, yeah. Yeah, because it's one of the. She's in this. She's in this, but I just. Yeah, she's just. She's a mythological character. Right, I just kept saying Circa. In my head, <laughs> Circa is the way they pronounced it on Ulysses. Was it thirty-one Circa? Mm. But there's some great, there's some great images of um, Captain Marvel Shazam as well. He gets he gets tied up by Wonder Woman at one point as well. Uh, hey, hey. Um, <laughs> but he he does he's 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 doing one of these kind of childish rampage things that they do. Oh, this was the one with the Steven Seagal lad as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know he's an actual lawman, which is funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then he gets he gets all tangled up with Wonder Woman. (laughs) Um, So I just you know I'll keep this in the toilet at night. It's fine. Um, (laughs) That was good though. You know it was it was just really nice. A lot of these, a lot of these ones. A lot of these ones that came through um, that we, we picked out, uh, the artwork's phenomenal. And actually, I got really lucky and picked up quite a number of George Perez ones, to be honest. Like, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Look at that cover. Look at that cover. Mm. Ah, it's amazing. Yeah. Tom, love... you don't want to get hands like Hank McCoy, do you? <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> but I love these covers because... It, they're all like blocked off with these white banners it's great like all separated out almost like trading cards in a way like the things at the bottom and everything the title so cool um i just flicked through this one to be honest this wonder woman it just looks incredible i'm sure i've read this before i was going through it being like i'm sure i've read this one um because there's a bit where they're talking about the leak <clears throat> i think she's she's almost uh, she's almost uh, like the subject of people's interviews or whatever. But it's got bits with Guy Gardner and uh, is it Black Canary? Oh. Yeah, Fire and Ice and stuff like that at the bottom. Really nice. Mm. Um, that's that's more Colleen Doran. Colleen Doran doing yeah, the art Yeah, yeah, it's George Perez and Colleen Doran. Uh, yeah, but it's it's, it's good. Um, 
I'm positive I've read it before. A... It's a quite famous run by George Perez, that one. That he yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, his, it's a, considered one of the classics, <coughs> although it was a life piece, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a nice one of, there was, of Wonder uh, Woman, yeah. There was a couple. I did actually get a couple. There was, like I say, there was another War of the Gods one, but it's a, it's a Perez cover. Mm-hmm. And uh, the end of everything was another one as well. I just I kind of grabbed odd issues that matched up, you know. Um, yeah. But I haven't read these ones yet. I haven't read these ones. Um, one that I ha- uh, one that I have read and one that I haven't read is actually a part of a five issue sort of mini series, and it's Keith Giffen and Robert. Lauren Fleming, Kurt Swan. Uh, it's just Aquaman. It's quite a nice cover, actually. Him kind of yeah, like multiple versions of him, like trying to break out of underwater encasement. Really nice. Um, but I got I actually picked up issue four as well because that was there. So I've got one and four, but not <laughs> two, three, or five. <laughs> so I've read <laughs> I read one. Um, and he kind of he gets knocked out um, in New Atlantis. Um, there's un- loads of underwater kingdoms are being destroyed, and he ends up going back to Atlantis. And it's been sort of ki- it, the Atlantis has been kidnapped. It's been put under like a big dome, and then he gets he gets captured and put into these cells. But all the prisoners are wearing like Aquaman gear because that's the new prison outfit. Um, cosplay yeah yeah but it's really strange seeing all these baldy men going about in uh, Aquaman gear Uh, where is it there's like a bit where there's like a room of them and they're all in Aquaman gear yeah Yeah. but but it's like it's like saying like oh it's a reminder that's why there's like multiple versions of them on the front Um, And, and the thing is in Chronicles of Atlantis Atlantis gets covered with a dome Ah. It's part of the history of the last that connects. There's a reminiscence they are playing. There's something. There's a connection there. Yeah. The original Atlantis covered with a dome. And there's a meteorite that destroys the Earth, theoretically kills all humans, and submerges Atlantis under the sea with the dome. So they still breathe in air. They are not breathing in water yet, but that is a at that point that was in the first first kind of first one or two issues of Atlantis Chronicle. So that's quite interesting that them says that they put a dome in it. Yeah. Because later the dome opens and they they start to breathe in water, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But that's just yeah. It's um yeah, it's strange. It's it's weird seeing him as like a prisoner as well, and he's not. There's nothing yeah. you can do. Like they've turned all the technology that they had against them. They've put like, um, there's one bit he gets he gets like trapped in a net, and he's like, oh, there's a, a shocking box stuck to this, and then he gets shocked, and when he wakes up in the in the cell, the cellmates are saying to him like, oh, thanks very much for that because it took so much to take you down. They've set all the boxes now to kill. <laughs> It was just because he was so strong and it took so much power just to take him down. They're like, no, I'm sorry, we've, we've put them all to kill now. He's like, we'll never get out of here. Um, 
but there's kind of like a double cross thing going on within it and stuff as well. It's it's really good actually. Um, so I'm kind of I'm, I'm on the hunt now for issues two, three, and five. Um, I don't want to skip ahead. I don't want to read four. Um, because I've read one. Because I've actually read, I wouldn't have minded if I started at four and then sort of worked my way back. I wouldn't have minded. But the fact that I've actually started at number one, I kind of want to read it sequentially now. You know. Unfortunately, I noticed that there were some miniseries in the collection that had missing issues. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of missing issues in, in the brands. Uh, two seconds, folks. I'm just jotting this one down. Just the eBay in. I don't think there's any Aquaman in here. No, it definitely wasn't there. I'm pretty sure there's no, because there's no Animal Man. Uh, but I think if there was, it was ones that I saw and just skipped over, but there wasn't. There's Animal Man, and then he goes into Armageddon, and then Power of the Atom, Dark Stars, Eclipso, the Eclipsos, or you might. I'll, I'll give you a good price. I'll do a, a, a package. <laughs> <laughs> Makes rates. Yeah, Makes yeah. Rates. Absolutely. I keep it a, a nice discount. <laughs> um, another one that I managed to read um, that I actually I really thoroughly enjoyed uh, was Superman 643 Superman Returns to Action Comics. Look at the cover. Ah, Josh Perez. Yeah. yeah. But it's the redo of the old action comics. The old classic, yep. yeah. Yeah, mm. and it's like it's, the magnet. Superman number one. Yeah, like the yeah. magnet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, because I was thinking, Mike, I was, I was genuinely thinking, where, what number is that? <laughs> and then I opened up the fridge and went, oh, there it is. Pleasant <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprise. Yeah, but opening page, nine panels to space and him flying back to Earth, amazing. I'm a bit. I'm really intrigued with this one though because there seems to be a Superman and a Clark Kent separately in this issue. He's come back, and there's a bit when he's like, "Oh, where's uh, where's Lois and Clark?" And it's almost like he's trying to get it, get them to say like, "Oh, I haven't seen Clark in a while," and nobody really says anything except from Jimmy, who who says to him like, "Oh, you know, Mister Kent's not really. He's feeling under the weather," and he he goes away and he's thinking. Why is why did why was he acting so strange when I said that? Oh well, you know I'll go away and I'll I'll just uh, go take a shower or something. He goes to take a shower and then all of a sudden Clark Kent walks in, um, and Superman's clearly still in the sky, and Clark Kent walks in like oh you know not being able to get this oh and then he sort of looks up at the sky and goes wait a minute there's Superman, and I'm going what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? He doesn't seem to be he doesn't seem to be shocked. He's just like, oh yeah, there he is. Like, I'm like, what's what's happening here? But yeah, I think look, it looks look great. what Showers did for look what Showers did for Bobby Ewing. Yeah, <laughs> got him back to life. He d- d- there's, there's some there's some issues of Superman related to that story, Tom, in the box. Is there? Yeah, if I'm if I remember correctly, when that came out, I think that's because Superman exile, he left there. Spend some time in space, and then that's that's the comeback to Earth. Well, I've but someone pretended to be Clark Kent to right. cover. 
Well, the, the there's, there's more to it. Not to um, not to completely spoil it, but at the end, it's like Clark Kent's coming home. Well, I think it's Superman. I, I, I got a wee bit confused with this because I couldn't tell who was who at this point. But Clark Kent's walking home. I think it's Superman back in the Clark Kent thing. He comes home and there's like a massive explosion and he opens up the door and it's like he's on the floor in bits with him looking over and being like, oh, great Krypton, you know. And I'm like, who's who? What one's what? <laughs> What's happening? But I've got, I actually picked up the issue that was before that, the Action Comics Weekly that was before that, and that's if Hal Jordan dies, who will be the new Green Lantern? And it's, that's 642. So that was 643, this is 642. And there's nothing in here about him, you know, um, winging my way back to... But is that Action Comics Weekly or Action Comic? Ah, that's Action Comics Weekly. But... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Let's have a look at it in the box. In the box, we go. Great, ar- great art in this one, though. The Action Comics Weekly. I mean, look at Hal Jordan. It was half. Adventure of Superman. That's that's in the Exile, actually. Do you see that, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, like Jordan. Yeah. But like the art on this is just like, <clears> incredible. <throat> uh, this is. Let's see. This is Gil Kane. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, Gil Kane, Steve Ditko, and wait a minute, what? There's loads of people. What's going on? <laughs> There's loads of them. Uh, it says Gil Kane, Steve Ditko, and. And additional... Oh, no, wait a minute. Art by Gil Kane, Steve Ditko, and... Art... Art de Burt? Art Yeah. yeah. Um, Jim Aparo and... John Nieberg. I don't know. Nyberg? Nyberg. Kurt Swan and Ty Templeton. Jim Mooney and... Uh, Akin and Garvey... Carmen Infantino and Kevin and Gary, yeah. sorry, yeah, and uh, Kevin yeah. Nolan. It's because it's written it's funny. I'm, 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 I'm struggling because it's written funny. They're all like they've lumped all the words together, so I'm, I'm struggling to see what's what, and they've put some, in, some in bold and some not. It's just strange. But well, yeah. there's some good ones there. There's some yeah. good plastic artists. But I didn't notice any change. I didn't notice any change in the art as I was going through it. To be honest, I thought it was all the same person. I don't know. Really strange. <coughs> but anyway, those two were great. <coughs> there was some really top quality Superman stuff in there. I don't think I've read the rest. Let me just double check. Hmm. No, the Justice League Europe one. Uh, that Justice League Europe one. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. I had a browse through. <clears throat> kind of, I didn't actually read it. Read it. I just kind of got the gist of the story of what was going on, and they're in London, which 
Hats off to them. They didn't make it look like foggy old London town, cobbled streets and oi oi governor and all that kind of stuff. But they did, at the start, for some odd reason, keep mentioning Harrods. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, I only hope that if any supervillain decides to attack London today, he begins his assault at Harrods department store. Um, and then elongated man comes in and says, like, pardon the intrusion, blah, blah, blah. And he says, it's Max, time for one of his fireside chats. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm off to Harrods. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then at the end, after he's had a, a, a chat with Maxwell Lord, he comes up saying, now that wasn't so painful, was it? Got to run now, kids. Uh, meeting coming up. Enjoy Harrods. Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why, why are they mentioning Harrods so much? And then when they do draw a department store, it's not Harrods. I'm like, what's, what's going on? Um, yeah, it's Pound Stretcher. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Stodge Pole and Ram's Bottom. <laughs> wow. Uh, bottom. I was really confused though, because there's a bit, he's like, uh, he's like, he's like uh, oh, I'm getting this suit, I'm getting this suit. Um, oh, and I'll take a couple of these ties as well. He's like, just bill it to the favourite superhero team, the Justice League International. Yes, indeed, sir. The Flash, is it, sir? Very good, sir. But has the gentleman any in- identification? It's just... It's it's funny. I was, I, was, I was actually genuinely laughing at bits, but it is just, like, bit after bit. There isn't actually a proper... I don't think there's a proper story running through it. It was just sketch after sketch, basically. Um... And there's a lot of stuff about Atom being relieved of managing the team and he's just field management now and he's just wandering around the mansion giving it, hey, I'm just field management now, I'm not anything to do with the team, get it up, yeah, see you later. <laughs> um, and he's just walking past and they're saying like, oh, you got to sort this out. And he goes, ah, that sounds like a, a job for Catherine, not for me. I'm only field operative, see you later. <laughs> um, so it was good, yeah. I really thoroughly enjoyed flicking through that actually and reading the bits I didn't you wouldn't even have to read that as an actual straight story you could just go to a page and read it and take the sketch as it is you know what I mean which one which issue is that one uh, just the Europe 21 okay yeah what's the writer is that still well as far oh. as I'm concerned okay. it's, as far as I'm concerned it's Keith Given and Marshall Rogers <laughs> well, anyway, moving swiftly on. The other ones that I got, I'll just, I'll just say them. I won't, I won't bother taking note because I've not read them or anything. I'll just put them up. Uh, you, I, I ran this one by you, didn't I? The Ganthet's Tale, Green Lantern. Ganthet's Tale, yeah. Yeah, John, John Byrne, Larry Niven. Larry Niven Ooh. is the is the writer actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you already got that man though. I thought you'd be yeah. all over that. Yeah. Yeah, I have that one. Yeah. That's great. Because uh, Larry Niven is the the science fiction writer. Yeah. Yeah. So he did that kind of um, book with John Byrne, and then they did that Green Lantern story. Yeah. It's a really nice app. You've got me thinking now. I've got another. I've got another Justice League here. Ah, oh, no, he's not tied to it. Yay! Um, 
Justice League Europe annual nineteen ninety. Uh, I was, was, do you know? It was this. It's the same kind of constructed image from before, where they're all kind of lumped under a bunch of people, and that one they were lumped under a bunch of like Harrods boxes. <laughs> um, it was the same kind of image. Uh, Superman and Aquaman. I just like the image on the front of those two going underwater. Superman obviously holding his super breath. Um, <laughs> well, he doesn't breathe, does he? No, 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 he doesn't. And his super trunks come in handy when under the water. Yeah. <laughs> um, the DC special, The Untold Origin of the Justice Society, with a nice uh, cameo appearance of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh, that's a... Uh... That looks like a late seventies job, eh? That's uh, that old man, yeah. Um, Easy it, special. It says in the bottom corner as well. You could be in the Superman movie. Details inside. Oh wow, Dave! Quickly. Yeah, yeah. I want to right. be in that. Oh, what yeah, great! Right. Might be later than my invite to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> great opening page. Just, just a slightly, just a slightly, just a midget. <laughs> Oh, oh Tommy's gone. Having oh. a good sniff. All of these have had some brilliant smells. I just had to stop and take it in for a second. Um, honestly, I was sitting. Ah, go make a smell. Yeah, I was sitting last night reading them, and it was just halfway through reading Superman, and just slapped it in my face and had a good old sniff. Also, uh, got a nice Silver Age classic. Oh, that another one. Oh, there you are. It's only the Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> I don't know if you know about this. Uh, don't... <laughs> no, I didn't know about this one. You kept it really, really quiet. Yeah. yeah bitch. Showcase number four. Presenting oh, well. the Flash. Oh, well. Uh, First appearance of the modern Flash, Barry Allen. Thank Mis- you very much. Yeah, Mystery lovely. of the Human Thunderbolt. That's good. That's good. That's a good yeah, name. Tom, Tom, you know, I used to like you, but fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> they should... Uh, they should think about they should think about um copywriting that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. They do well with that. Yeah, lovely. Who who's writing and who's there? Advert for Wayne's World. <laughs> um, who's who's writing? Oh let me see. Let me see. Let me just have a wee look here. Just have a wee look on the inside. Actually, you know what? There's no credits. <laughs> so there isn't no. They oh, didn't... they didn't even put, not even in the reprint, they put the credits. No, they didn't, no. Yeah, I mean, that's... they did and were really bad for that originally, but I oh, would have expected the credits, are they? The credits. There's some stuff in the back. Uh... Yeah, there's that's like a. Ex... There's a separate box in the very back. Mm-hmm. Uh, written by Robert Kinnear. Yeah, Kaniger. Yeah, Kaniger. Sorry. Uh, see, I read that as Kinnear or Kinnear. Well, hmm. I don't know. Uh, Carmine Infantino and Joe Kubert, just uh, to rub it in there. Just you know, Carmine Infantino and Joe Kubert. <laughs> yeah. But just la 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 la. And uh, Julie Schwartz is the original editor. Just putting that out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, there it is. Yeah, there you are. That's that's the that's the one. <clears throat> they have it as well. You know, thank you. 
Oh, I'm afraid it's the same with this one. The X-Men one I was talking about. No artists or writers are listed in this, but this is uh, this is like the big British publication. Oh, right, okay, but, yeah. But it's, uh, it's a pity, because I was hoping to get a, a list of artists for you. There's also um, Superman's ex-pal, Jimmy Olsen. Oh, ex-pal. Ex-pal, yeah. Ex-pal. And actually says on when he's, he's in the car, it says, gun him down. Gun him Nasty. down. Nasty. Yeah. Nasty. But you know what? I what year was that? It's pretty tame on the inside, to be honest. That's nice. Um, 89. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because uh, he's sort of back to being Superman's pal in the wedding. Yeah. And the uh, the last one. Just a wee DC Silver <laughs> Classic again. Here it comes. It's uh, you know, it's it's nothing really. It's nothing in the slightest. <laughs> nothing in the slightest. <laughs> so, the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, Adventure Comics, you know. That's what, you know. Adventure Comics, yeah, with Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes. Mm-hmm. You like that, Mando, don't you, Legion? Yeah, yes, I do. I do very much. Yeah. I'm sorry, Superboy, but we cannot admit you into our superhero club. Uh-huh. Your low yeah. score on the tests we gave you proves your powers are much too ordinary. Wow, that's that's, that's Britain. That's Britain. That's Britain's, my, that's Britain's my, got talent. Next, <laughs> my, the next time, my, the next time you get a, a box of comics or a collection from one of your pals, <laughs> come and see me first. <laughs> I'll talk to you. Yeah. Oh, there's a nice wee green arrow in here as well. Oh, great! Oh, wow. You know, even better, pal! Wow! Enjoy it! Wow! Yeah, we bastards! <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'm glad for you guys, you got some gems there. That's very good. Oh, wait a minute. There's another one in here. Oh, shut up now. There's another one in here. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's a... Oh! There's an Aquaman in here, I know. Oh, oh, this is just. I'm alright. Alright, with that coming. This is coming up. Everything's coming up. Millhouse with this. This is great. Ah, brilliant. Well, there you go. <laughs> I didn't note down those last ones because I was going through them. So I'll just do them just now. Yeah, of course. Oh, you kept them really quiet as well. <laughs> <laughs> you quickly mentioned, you know. Oh, Dave, you go Marvel Zombies number one and everything in WhatsApp, but you didn't say anything about your those two. Well, that you I kept know. there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just wanted, uh-huh, to, yeah. just wanted to rub it in oh, yeah. a bit more, eh? Yeah, that, that, uh, it worked. Yeah, thanks. Let me look at me. <laughs> all, all the slivers. The <laughs> <laughs> is quite wet now. Oh, well. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, I'm going to shoot as well, guys. Right, okay. okay. See you later, guys. See you later. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. To get in touch for more links to the podcast, links to buy our comics and more, then go to our link tree at thatcomicsmell.com. And please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thank you for listening.
The music you can hear is by Richter FM and it's the title track from the EP Hibiscus. You can check out Richter FM and this EP on Bandcamp, YouTube, Spotify and Apple Music. 